You are listening to the Give Me Five Podcast, episode 163, side A. This is the Give Me Five podcast, a semi-entertaining show about, you know, some very entertaining things. And this is a side A episode, which means we will be talking about pop culture, entertainment news, movies, music, books, Florida, whatever else caught our eye this week. Stupid Florida. Stupid Florida. My name is Holly Jolly, and I'm joined by a bowl full of jelly. Hey, uh, Don We Now are gay apparel. Or our gay Gregs. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> this week we're going to talk about the movie Peppermint. We're going to do a brief revisit of Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. A movie and so a- good that Jimmy talked about it and neither of us remembered it happening. True. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, have we seen this? I haven't seen this. I know I haven't seen this. In, in all honesty, it was over 100 episodes ago. And it was a movie that none of us had heard of. So, uh, like, sometimes, you know, when Jimmy talks about something, sometimes it's like a death metal album. And, and sometimes and, we just ignore everything he says. <laughs> well, usually if he's talking about a death metal album or an album that, like, or a movie that we haven't uh, watched, I have to, like, I'm, like, prepping the rest of the episode and, like, writing notes and stuff. So, mm-hmm. that's all on you, Rob. Yeah, no, I hadn't seen it. I, but it, it, it came through on my feed for Christmas Horror, and you know how we love our Christmas Horror. Yes. So I figured I'd give it a shot. Yes. And we'll also be talking about the brand new, much-awaited video game release, Cyberpunk 2077. This is going to be a good one, because I am going to be doing the vi- the review of Cyberpunk, and I am not the person to, v- to review video games, because uh, I... Let's put it this way. I don't get caught up in the video game news. I don't get caught up in the the chat rooms and what's going on with them. I just pick stuff that I'm interested in. Yeah. So, And I know what goes into making a video game because I've provided artwork for, for certain video games. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, I, I kind of approach it from that side. Mm-hmm. But I am 100% wrong on most video games because if, if I look at the ones I love... Most people are like, oh, that game sucked. I'm like, yeah, but I had, you know, I look back on like I had the most fun playing that. Yeah, so. yeah. And unfortunately, I haven't had a whole lot of free time. I've been getting ready to start school again, so my free time has kind of gone out the window. So I, I'm lucky to get in the movies. So, but in two and a half years, you will be Rob, master pastry chef. I will be. <laughs> I, I'm already Rob master pastry eater you're not actually i am you're rob master pastry eater yes <laughs> i oh so this is a review show that's my part i know but you weren't doing nothing so i was just moving us along i was enjoying a sip of tea which is not a spoiler however things that would be spoilers w- would be like for example 
for example, if I told you in Cyberpunk 2077, there's giant penises. Like lots of oh, giant really? penises. Yeah, there's. Uh, or is that just something that you add into the game for a little bit of spice? No, I, I add that into other things. Into yeah. other game, into other games. But you always put giant penises like in your coffee and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, anyway, we need so, supervision. We do. There's uh, spoilers. Uh, there are going to be them probably, and if you get pissed off at that, then don't get your giant penis in a knot uh, and write us emails because I warned you. We warned that you. That would hurt. Yeah. So we're going to move on to news. And don't be pissed off about spoilers. Speaking of giant penises and a knot, I was disgusted when I saw that episode of uh, the boys. Oh, with the, the when he realized that the thing around his neck was that dude's penis. Yes, <laughs> it's like oh, gross. Yeah, yeah. So let's start off with some sad news. Sad because news. of to counteract all of the things that we just did. Wah, wah. Jeremy Bullock just passed away. Do we know who Jeremy and Bullock is? Tell us who Jeremy Bullock is, Greg. I do he know is. who Jeremy Bullock yeah. is. He is the original Boba Fett actor. He was the dude in the Boba Fett costume in Empire Strikes Back. And I don't know if he was in it for the Christmas special that everyone pretends doesn't exist. Well, all of Lucasfilm pretends doesn't exist. But... Yeah, he was the original Boba Fett guy in the costume. Old British guy. Funny as hell, by the way. I met him, or I watched him speak at uh, Star Wars Weekends. Oh, really? And he was talking about, um, he told a story, and I wish I remembered more of it, but all I remember is that he was looking, he wanted extra bacon. And there was a long line of, like, all these other people at the- Who doesn't want extra bacon? Yeah, and it was, you know, he was, like, in line with, like, Warwick Davis and- uh, Anthony Edwards and a bunch of like C-3PO and, um, and well, Wicket and so on and so forth. And there was like not that much bacon left and he, all he could, th- he was like looking and he's like, should I take this or not? And then he's a very polite British guy. If I, and I might be messing this up a little bit, but he basically was like, I'm Boba Fett. I can do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> <laughs> so he took the extra bacon from the terrine, uh, but he passed away. This is very weird for multiple reasons. One within the, past month about we lost Darth Vader and Boba Fett, mm-hmm. which is crazy Two, Boba Fett just, of course, which we know because we talked about it had a resurgence on the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me that it was that recent from that episode. Like, it's just, it's nuts. The, uh, you know, really sad. Everyone, if you guys know the story behind the whole thing, you know, Boba Fett kind of quote unquote died in return of the Jedi had a kind of a bitch's death. He got yeah. hit on a backswing and flew and landed in the thing, but the books brought yeah, him back like to life. Bitch. Yeah. And, it was, and he really became, he was popular based on his costume, but they added a bunch of lore in the books that he was, you know, he could kill anybody with any weapon. And he just, they made him cooler and cooler and cooler with each book. Um, video games and all that stuff and then and it made it worse that he went out like such a bitch yeah so one of the books of course revived him then disney got rid of all the the extra stuff and made it not canon anymore but apparently he did survive and you can tell that he did survive the whole sarlacc pit because he's all like burnt up and stuff 
so it was really sad that he that he did pass away in real life because he was he was very um he loved the fans it was really cool to see him on the circuit with this new group of fans that are just finding star wars because of the mandalorian uh and he said that and the announcement was actually made by daniel logan who played young boba fett uh in uh the prequels and you know he the uh he did say uh jeremy bullock said that he didn't really keep up too much with the books or anything like that but he felt like he could get because he was busy with his grandkids Mm -hmm. but he did feel like he he got enough information from the fans because he loved talking to him about what the character was up to and he very much approved of that being of him being part of the legacy so really sad for his family and uh, for all of us now I'm going to keep on for Star Wars. You think you can liven it up a little bit for us? I can. So I am going to go ahead and I mentioned this before that, like, did you hear all the Disney news about Marvel and Star Wars and uh, Disney animation? And you've been busy as hell. Yeah, I have. Uh, thus our, our uh, not recording on Wednesday situation. And that was actually my fault as well, or probably more my fault. Mm-hmm. But um, as a result, like you haven't seen much of this stuff. So this is, you're going to hear me hearing this for the first time. And this will be a longer news story than normal. Um, so I'll just talk about, I'm not going to talk about all of the big, like, you know, like WandaVision got its, got its uh, new trailer. Like, okay, mm-hmm. whatever, you know about that stuff. Um, so I'll talk about some of the bigger things um, that does. WandaVision does come out on January 15th. Um, there was a full trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier that got released. So you can check that out if you want. Uh, there's going to be a Hawkeye show on Disney Plus in late fall of t- 2021. Uh, the What If show, which has been previously announced, um, it's going to be an animated series, so it's going to show a bunch of other stories. You know, like what if, you know, what if uh, the Phoenix didn't die in Dark Phoenix? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be three other new Marvel series coming to Disney: Ironheart, which is the um, protege. It's the protege of Iron Man in the comics. And I didn't, I stopped reading comics right before that happened. So I don't know much about the character. I just know a young girl and she's like, and Tony Stark helps her out and she kind of does her own thing. Um, let's see. Uh, there's going to, the story it's going to follow is armor wars, which is one of my favorite Iron Man stories, which is mm-hmm. when Tony Stark, they, they kind of hinted on it where Tony Stark finds out that his weaponry and his suits of armor are being used by super villains and he has to kind of take it down. Uh, it will also have Don Cheadle as, as, uh, Rody. Uh, Rody. Uh, I was trying to think of the, uh, uh, war machine. And then of course, they're also going to do a show, a secret invasion show with Nick Fury and, uh, Ben Mendelsohn, who's the uh, sc- the scroll in Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. who's great as the scroll. Actually, I think he's one of yeah. the best parts of that. He's probably one of the best parts of that movie. Uh, so that'll be a show as well. I thought that would actually be a miniseries, but it seems like it's a show. Uh, we've got Moon Knight, She Hulk, and Miss Marvel. Uh, Tatiana Maslany is going to be She Hulk. She was from uh, Orphan Black. Great actress. Mm-hmm. Uh. And uh, and of course, Ms. Marvel with Cap- with uh, Kamala Khan, uh, who's that? I'm my curse, uh, Iman Vellani. So <laughs> good luck standing up to the captain to the the Kamala Khan that is in the Avengers game. 
who is awesome. Uh, yeah, is those- they they've done a they did a great job. And also speaking of the Avengers game, the first DLC character dropped. Did you uh, know who's that? that? Nah. Kate, who's Kate that? Bishop. Uh, that's cool. She's pretty cool too. I'm I've been so busy that I have not had a chance to play that. I'm still very very far behind. Uh, let's see. There's also in this one I'm actually really excited about. There's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special for Disney Plus in 2022, live action with the stars and directed by James Gunn. Oh wow! Is it's, it going to be like a full length movie that's only on Disney Plus or something? Yeah, and they're going to film, and the way they're able to like afford that type of effects and all that is we're going to film it at the same time that they film Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, so that they're going to have some crossover sets and things like that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about that. Uh, they're not going to recast Black Panther. Uh, he's so there will be a, a Black Panther two, but I have no idea what they're going to do. Uh, there will not be another Black Panther. Like uh, Chadwick Boseman will be the last person playing the Black Panther, so we will see what happens there. Uh, the third Ant Man, good. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that though. I uh, I good. get I get the the respect that you want to give to Chadwick Boseman and the job that he did playing the character of the Black Panther. But it also seems kind of like a disservice to all of the fans of the Black Panther for the for whatever reason that you're a fan of the Black Panther, especially for the fact that he's one of the more iconic black superheroes. Yeah, I'm torn on that too. And like, and to to not make another movie at all. I mean, how many times have they recast Batman? Yeah. I mean, y- yes, I I get that you don't want to step on the memory of Chad Chadwick Boseman, but the character of the Black Panther does. I mean, I want I don't want to cheapen you know the what Chadwick Boseman did, but the, but the character of the black Panther does reach a little bit farther than that. You know what I'm saying? Well, the one thing that's interesting, one, first of all, his family has no opinion whatsoever. They're not mm-hmm. standing in the way to so do what you have to do. So it's mm-hmm. not, it's not like a, that kind of thing Two, And I understand the very big difference between real life death and movie death. Right. But the whole point of the black Panther is that the mantle gets passed down. Right. When somebody dies. So it's kind of built in there. Um, and you know, I, I, we, we did it on the podcast. I was getting ready to watch Bill and Ted. I was halfway through Bill and Ted when I saw the news and I, and I cried not because I know Chadwick Boseman or anything like that, but I think of all of my son's friends showing up at the door and just going trick or treating and they're all playing Black Panther Yeah, and what, and you know, Mert who's been on the show and his son. Both of them dressed as the Black Panther. Um, their daughter dressed as uh, Shuri. And it was like, we we have that hero. You know, it's not, oh, I'm, I'm a black guy that's Batman. You know, it's that was their hero. And, you know, and you saw the stories. How hard was it for these people to say, oh, yeah, the person that played the Black Panther, he passed away. Like how all yeah. these parents saying how hard it was. So I'm really, I don't know. Like, I honestly, I, I, don't, mean, really, I don't have an opinion but there's a huge cultural significance there. And my my hope is that there's people smarter than me handling the treatment of it. Does that make sense? Cause I wouldn't have, if I was told to write that, I'd be like, 
yeah it it honestly this is this is kind of one of those situations where you're damned if you do damned if you don't mm -hmm. because because i honestly think that there's going to be a number of people on both sides of that argument there's going to be a number of people that say no you shouldn't cheapen the memory of chadwick boseman by by moving on and they'll they'll applaud Disney for saying, oh, you know, we're going to let the the Black Panther character rest. But then there's going to be the other side of the argument where, you know, the you're, you're taking another superhero away from an already limited pool. As as far as as far as the the Black iconic heroes, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I don't even know how they're going to handle that in general. I mean, like Princess Leia. I don't know if I what I felt about them the way they handled that, like the almost death when you knew she was actually dead. And that would have been the perfect time to to, I, for lack of a better term, write her character out. Yeah, like the and it, and it would and it wouldn't have it wouldn't have had any significant. You know, it wouldn't have had a negative impact. Is what I'm going on the on the film. Yeah, and. Do you like going into Black Panther two? It's like, are they going to have him get defeated, or it's like, I don't know. It's it's going to be really hard to just be like, oh uh, yeah, the Black Panther's plane crashed over there, and you know, and like, he's gone. Yeah, so I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be in that. Uh, obviously, there's worse problems, but I wouldn't want to be in that boat. Okay. Um. Uh, let's see. There's a bunch of of casting for the Spider-Man movie. Basically every one, every major name associated with all the previous Spider-Man movies are going to have a part of it. I don't know what I feel about that. Um, I, I like, Sp personally, I like Spider-Man as a street level hero. And I hate the whole, like, you know, you were destined to be Spider-Man because there's always a Spider-Man kind of thing. Uh, right. So is this, is this movie going to be more of along the lines of like into the Spider-Verse? I do not know. It's possible that the they're doing a whole uh, multiverse of madness thing with with mm -hmm. uh, Doctor Strange, Strange, yeah, and Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be in Spider Man, so it's possible that it could be just a thing like Benadryl Splish and Splash. Yes, but yes, Benadryl Splish and Splash. <laughs> I can't think of one right now. Let's see. Uh, I'll figure it out later. Uh, he's going to be in that. So they're also going to have Kang the Conqueror in there and Kang of course is a time traveling villain. So it's possible that he could be bouncing between dimensions as well and be Cumber pissed Bun. off that Cumber, Cumberbund. Cumberbund sniff and scratch. Yes. <laughs> Dear God. Okay. Now onto the star Wars stuff. Uh, we're going to hit the news hard here. Ready? You can tell me yeah or nay and offer up your happiness or angst. Uh, right. we, Two new Star Wars spinoffs, both are two new Star Wars shows on Disney Plus, both spinoffs of The Mandalorian. Uh, it's going to be Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka. I'm going to assume the Rangers of the New Republic is going to involve um, what's her face? Uh, shoot, uh, no, well, her too, but uh, the one that's currently a Ranger, the former Rebel, or oh, Cara Dune, yeah, yeah her. So it's going to involve her. Uh, and of course, Ahsoka, which we figured was coming. I'm I'm all in on Ahsoka. I think Cara Dune is more of a Mandalorian character than a spinoff character. Mm -hmm. I, I I consider her to be a a main character in the Mandalorian. You know, right right on a co-star in the Mandalorian, right yeah. underneath um, 
right underneath the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. Yeah, and uh, Grief Karga. Well, yeah. For, uh, Star Wars The Bad Batch. It's to be an animated series about the clones uh, that that appeared in the Clone Wars. That you know, just Not the starring Jim of, Carrey. No, no. Or Jason uh, Momoa. <laughs> different, different Bad Batch. Yeah, that was. I forgot that was Jim, about, forgot about the Jim Carrey uh, homeless wanderer in that movie. Uh, let's see, Star Wars so, Andor. So wait, starring, Star Wars Bad Batch is about what? Uh, about the there was a group of clones called the Bad Batch in the Clone Wars TV show. They were kind of the uh, badass clones. I think I think there were some of them that like were a little goofy too. Okay. But I don't know too much about it. I didn't watch all the way through that show, which I still need to do. Now, now, are all of these going to be live action or some of these? That's it. That one's that's animated. The other okay. two are, are live action. Uh, there's going to be a live action Andor show, which we knew about, starring uh, Diego Luna from Rogue One. He was uh, uh, Andor. Uh, that's first name. I keep want to say in Calrissian, but that's not right. Uh, the, you know, what I'm talking about because you still play the game. Either way, the guy from Rogue One, the the. The Han Solo character of, of Rogue mm-hmm. One. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do that. Uh, that's There will be a new series called The Acolyte that's going to be done by the Russian doll creator. Um, set, in the okay. Re- set in the High Republic era of uh, Disney, which actually, um, that's not a lot about that. I, I saw an article today about the High Republic and the focus of what they want to do with the story. And I don't know that I'm on board with that. Was that that war story? Yeah, the one where they want to have, they want to do Star Wars without a war, and yeah. what they're going to do is they're going to have the storyline focus around ships that have been entering hyperspeed and breaking up. So when they come out of, no one knows where they're going to come out of of hyperspeed, and they're just chunks. So they're like, uh, you know, faster than light meteors, basically, that are just wreaking havoc all over the galaxy. And it's like, that's that's, that's not. An well, it it made it seem like that was going to be the plot of the season, and I'm like, that's not a, that's not something you can fight. That's not something that, I mean, basically you're just doing mission trips to the different areas that have been hit because you're just waiting for something to show up, and then you just respond and you treat the wounded, and that's pretty much how that goes. I don't understand how they can make a a, a season out of that. Yeah. So if that, if that's where they're going with that, I I don't know that that'll survive. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the lore, of seeing the lore before it becomes like old and ruined. I like that era of the, the High Republic. Um, mm-hmm. Other big news. Uh, Hayden Christensen is going to return as Darth Vader in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Oh, no shit. So there was, all, there was always a lot of like, well, what happened at the end of the third prequel? But before Star Wars, Darth Vader had to know that, that uh, Kenobi was around somewhere. And is, is it going to be him, you know, Kenobi trying to avoid him, you know, so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting because, you know, that there was obviously uh, not a lot of love lost between those two. Uh, there's going to be a Lando Calrissian. I don't know which version of Lando Calrissian event series. It's going to be just a mini series coming to Disney Plus. And the f- next Star Wars movie in the theaters. I'm actually this first time I'm seeing this. I didn't scroll far enough the first time. Rogue Squadron. I am excited about that. I, my favorite part of Star Wars is the ship battles. I honestly, I want to see 
more Penis. exploration of yeah. characters that we don't know. Like, I don't need a show about Lando. I don't need a show about Candor uh, or whatever the hell his name is. Cassian. Cassian Andor. There we go. I don't. I don't need a show about Cassian. He's already had his own movie. I'd love to have a show or a movie about Ahsoka. I'd love to have a show or a movie about Bo-Katan. I I wouldn't mind High Republic. I wouldn't even mind a Mandalorian War um, series. I'd like to see the Mandalorians fighting the Jedi. That would be awesome as shit. That was actually a really cool storyline. I've uh, it's in comic form. Mm-hmm. When when Disney was set to take over, so cause Disney of course owned Marvel already. When they bought when they got Star Wars, they took the license away from Dark Horse, and Dark Horse packaged all of their Star Wars comics, which is twenty years worth of comics probably, if not more, into one purchase for one hundred and ninety bucks digitally. Oh, wow! And it was and like it's more than I could ever read. Um, so I just bought it. I just like yeah sure, and I and I read through that whole Mandalorian war and it's pr- it it is one of my more favorite stories, and it it does cross oh. over with some of the other like Jedi stories and Revan and stuff like that. Um, and I'd like to see I'd like to see more about Revan. I'd like to see more about Revan. I'd like to mm-hmm. see more about Malik. I'd like to see more about you know some of these other Sith lords, Treya, Nihilus, Sion. I mean, there's there's a lot of untapped material in the Star Wars universe. We don't have to keep hearing about, or we don't have to keep seeing stories involving just the the characters from the original trilogy. Yeah, except for the Rogue Squadron, because I'm completely all in on that. I don't know Who's if it's going to. Uh, let's see. So this is it's going to be directed by Patty Jenkins, who did Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, it is. Let's see, the Rogue Squadron was founded and led by Wedge Antilles, a skilled pilot. Uh, there's not a lot of details, but it's basically taking you from Wo- Rogue One into Rogue Squadron. Okay. Uh, but yeah, those are those are less explored characters. I mean, I'm I'm okay with that. I just I just don't need any more stuff from from the the main characters of the trilogy. I mean, we've pretty much explored a lot of their stories. I know that Lando was kind of a side character, and I know that there are a lot of people who want to who want to see more Lando. But yep. Uh, if you're you're into Disney animation, so there's going to be a Baymax series uh, coming on. I'm assuming all these are Disney Plus Baymax series. I don't know that I need to see that. Uh, Zootopia series, so it's called Zootopia Plus. Uh, let's see. Uh, a series for Moana. So it's all, they're, you know, re- rehashing those. Uh, the next Pixar movie. Actually, I'm kind of interested in this. I was like, oh, really? But then Soul. I... Which one? What is it? Well, that's coming Soul. out. No. Uh, Lightyear. They're doing a Buzz Lightyear series, but the the interestingness is, or the interesting thing is, it is the actual character of Buzz Lightyear, not the toy the of toy. Buzz Lightyear. Hmm. So it's so it's as if I don't know if they're going to do it like he was a TV hero, like Bolt kind of thing, or if he actually is a real character. And uh, they did kind of a a little sneak, kind of sneaky uh, trailer for that. It was it was interesting. Hmm. So um, Lightyear, an origin story for Buzz Lightyear. Uh, 
hitting theaters in the summer of 2022. Uh, turning, really? The next, another Pixar movie called Turning Red? A 13-year-old girl going through puberty that transforms into a giant red panda. Yes, really. When she gets excited is in development. Okay, now they're going to pull that one off. That... That seems super dangerous. Yeah, right. A girl going through puberty, turning into a giant red panda. Nobody sees any correlation there. Nobody, nobody sees any red flags with that. I don't think it's for us. I don't think it's for our market. I was some of the the things I was skipping through are stuff that definitely like is not aimed for us. It's aimed for another country with a billion people. No, because there's a lot of things that like I couldn't read the title because it was based on some like legend, which might be cool and might be interesting when it's, when we actually have art and images associated with it, but nobody sees a problem with that. Oh, I, I figured I did. That's why I said it out loud. Okay. I'm okay. like, so, that's news so far, Rob. I know we've gone very far here in news. We're already at like 30 minute mark here, but um, go ahead with your PS five bitch of the week. I still, do not have a PS5. I have read a couple of articles, though. I did read. I did read an article that. No, you online... wouldn't have time to read those articles if you had a PS5. I exactly. I online retailers are acknowledging that there's an issue, and they're working on trying to best the bots. But the problem is, is the the code for the bots just keeps getting rewritten. Uh, they find a way to stop them, and then the bots are rewritten to get around it. I don't know that with online marketplaces that you're ever going to eliminate the bots entirely unless you can set it up so that you have to come into the store to pick it up and you're limited to one item. And then they're going to rewrite the bots and make cyborgs instead and then Terminator exactly. 2 is going to happen. Exactly. So The primary objective is to get a PS5 and they're going to kill everyone so they're the only ones that can get a PS5. It is what it is. I still think Sony's going to take a hit on their game sales this year. I don't think they're going to get near the uh, the the sales that they hoped that they would because get. No one has a system to play them, right? Because they're all sitting on eBay. Like Merry Merry Christmas! Oh, great! I got the new Spider Man game, but I have no way to play it. Mm -hmm. Now, I I twenty twenty largely terrible year. But I just I just saw some news yesterday. 2020 can fuck right off. Yes. I just saw some news yesterday that made it all worth it. One of my favorite shows of the 80s is Night Court. And Ooh. it is in production again. A sequel to Night Court. Star, uh, with, with John Larroquette as Dan Fielding as part of it. Uh... It is. I am. I'm actually kind of excited about this, and there there are some reasons. Okay. Go ahead. Now, Nightcourt. If you go back and look at it, because I actually watched a bunch of episodes today this afternoon while I was working. Uh, it was. It obviously made fun of everybody. Really, it was. You know, it had the sexist guy. It had. You know, there was transsexual jokes there was prostitute jokes there was homeless people jokes there was redneck jokes there was you know pimp jokes everything possible under there but it seemed like every one of those things had heart because mm -hmm. of because of the judge so no one ever would look back and i mean honestly the most offensive joke i saw 
in the in all of the episodes I watched was making fun of uh oh the the poor redneck family from West Virginia that showed up a bunch of times by it was Brent Spiner actually which I didn't realize until just now but it was just like so it's like okay how are they going to do the show now where everyone's offended by by everything mm-hmm. um and also not do it where it's an entire show about the fact that everyone's offended by everything and that the whole show is Dan Fielding learning a lesson of the week, which I don't want either. Right. But it is actually being produced by Melissa Rauch from Big Bang, who's Big Bang Theory and True Blood, um, her production company and her husband. And I looked at some of the other stuff that they did and all the stuff had was pretty good and not overly socially, you know, lesson of the week, you know, mm-hmm. after school, especially, which I don't want. Right. I want it. I want it to be irreverent. You know, I want. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely. Want... And that's, that's part of the charm of night court. And I, I'm always leery when they do a, a remake or reboot or, and I, I was talking today with somebody at work about the difference between a remake and a reboot, but it, it, granted with, with John Larroquette reprising the role of Dan Fielding, it's really kind of more of a sequel. Yeah. Well, yeah. They said it's a sequel. Um, there's going to be, I don't know if they've cast it yet, but there's going to be, it's uh Harry Stone's daughter, Abby Stone is going to be the judge that comes in. Um, I would love to see if they got Richard Mulback or Marshall Warfield, who I totally forgot about. Um, I don't know if the guy that plays Mac is still alive. Marky post. Yeah, I don't know. She's. I think she's retired. But either way, it was just. I, man, I love that show. And just watching even little, little tiny episodes, I was like, man, I I watched that show when I was really young, and I some of the jokes went right over my head. But other ones, I was like, I think I learned some stuff. <laughs> like, mom, what's a prostitute? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the questions that eighties television got your kids to ask. Exactly. What's cocaine like? No, it's just it, the the fact is the of the matter is that that show had heart, and yes, it made jokes and it laughed and it had the laugh track, and there were some terrible things that they laughed at, but they also weren't mean about it. So you know, it's it's not what they say sometimes; it's how you say it. And it had a even though it's like in the scungy, nasty New York late night court, it was you know it's still had positive side. And if they can figure out, if they can find that line, I think they're good. So yeah, that's that. Well, you know, it, it, it was always kind of lighthearted, even when you were laughing at the weird drunk who, who showed up and, and you just couldn't believe that they did what they did. The, the homeless dude that Dan always made do stuff for him. <laughs> kind of like the weird drunk in our next story. Oh uh, yeah. Would this, right. weird drunk, would this weird drunk guy be from Florida? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This weird drunk guy is from Florida. It's time for WTF. Also known, lovingly, as Welcome to Florida. So our story today is titled, Florida Man Gets Prison for Shooting Flare Gun While Drunk. Prompting a Coast Guard search and rescue. Oh, okay. There's the there's the kicker. Yep. So he was sentenced to three months in federal prison. 
because it involved the Coast Guard for firing off a flare gun on a boat while he was drunk. Not once, but twice. Justin Patrick Obert of Fort Myers, Florida. So is this your typical frat boy drunk? Is this drunk guy drunk? Is this, you know, sunburned Florida guy drunk? This is, I'm guessing this is probably out fishing, got drunk, Florida guy drunk. (laughs) Woo! Justin Patrick Obert is 32 and he's from Fort Myers. And it also includes, the the, the sentence also includes uh, three years of supervised release for communicating a false distress message to the Coast Guard. Kind of like calling 911 when you don't really need emergency assistance. Yeah, and that is uh, that is a big problem when it involves the Coast Guard, because it's probably involved a helicopter mm-hmm. uh, putting they, the crew of and the Coast Guard people in danger, uh, probably boats. And also taking resources away from somebody who might have actually needed it. True. Because because their resources are are more limited, I believe. There's a very large coastline, and right that they yeah, have. How, how often have you seen a Coast Guard boat just kind of hanging out? Like it takes a while for them to get where they need to be. So, in addition to all of that, they also ordered him to pay thirteen thousand dollars, thirteen thousand four hundred fourteen thousand dollars and seventy eight cents. His ass is selling his boat. Pro- probably. It, and then he has to probably find some way to sit and get the other $6,000. And the sentencing yeah. came after. He actually pled guilty. He's like, yep, I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Uh, uh, you, yeah, don't play with flare guns. So, Justin Obert, you are this week's Welcome to Florida. His ass is like, fireworks, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make this bitch explode. Watch this. <laughs> Launches it. It's like, it's like ooh, ah. let's do it again. <laughs> what? Can, someone with him is like, don't do it. He's like, what could possibly go wrong? Not like the Coast Guard's gonna come at her. Clearly, they are. Oh, okay. Well, we're gonna get into our topics. We're gonna go fast on the topics as we went long on news because there was a shit ton of news. There was a shit ton of news. So, Rob, you watched some Christmas movies, so you're going to talk about those. I did. And then I'm going to talk about genitals. How how can they find out about our news before we actually release it? Oh, well. Funny you should ask. Yeah, funny you should ask. There's a lot going on, and we have uh, listeners, and we have a lot of listeners. Rob, did you know we have a lot of listeners in Pakistan? I did not know this, but I do know that at one point we were number six in Pakistan. We were number six in Pakistan. I believe that in the television uh, market, this gets worse as I go through, which I believe was about 60 listeners. But uh, hello, Pakistani listeners. You did allow us to surpass our, I believe, number 10 in Belgium. So since we they never sent us our Golden Waffle Award from Belgium, uh, Pakistan... We are here. We are waiting. We are awaiting our our thousands of rupees for reaching the charts in Pakistan. Apparently, they really wanted to know more about Baby Yoda. That was the episode. That oh, was that the episode that they that they mass downloaded? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So thank you, Pakistan. But anyway, uh, no one from Pakistan did sign up for our Patreon. However, and what I'm talking about here is we have a Patreon. Five dollars a month, you can get in our 
chat room. You can find out what we're going to talk about early, what our question is, kind of. Uh, as well as, uh, let's see, what else do you get? You get uh, your very own top five list on your birthday. You can get um, access to the show notes. If you go with a, a higher level, you get a chance to join us and curate an entire episode. Mm-hmm. If you join us at the the higher levels, uh, and that might happen again. I want that to happen again. I had a good time with that episode, mm-hmm. with, the, with the guest curated episode. Um, and uh, what else? It's just a fun time. We have some good people in there. Uh, also, Jubals. And uh, <laughs> I, it's a, I, I learn a lot about movies that I wouldn't normally know about. A lot about music I wouldn't normally hear about. Um, a lot about Jubals that I wouldn't normally hear about. Yeah, there's there's a lot of information flying around in that Discord. Yeah, so if you enjoy the show, feel free to check that out. It helps us out a lot. Uh, you can check it out at patreon.com slash give me five podcast. Hell Thank yeah. You. So now, we're just going to roll right into our topics. Do it. I'm going to go over a movie that I was interested in when it came out and I did not hear great things about it. So I never went to saw to saw it. I never went to saw it. So you didn't go back in time to see it in past tense. Correct. I did or not. Was that present saw? I saw it. Yeah, it's past tense. But it was recently released on Netflix. And it was originally released on September 7th of 2018. Stars or the it's directed by Pierre Morel. And the movie in question is the movie called Peppermint, which stars Jennifer Garner, John Gallagher Jr., John Ortiz, Juan Pablo Raba, Annie Alonza? Alonza? We're going to go with that. Alonza. And the synopsis is basically that five years after her husband and daughter are killed in a senseless act of violence, a woman comes back from self-imposed exile to seek revenge against those responsible and the system that let them go free. So like I said, when this movie was out, I really didn't hear a whole lot of positive things about it, so I never went to see it. And watching this movie, I have no idea why. I actually really enjoyed this movie. It it was... It was very believable. Jennifer Garner did a great job in this action. Was this her action debut? Did she do any other action flicks? Uh, she, well, she was a, a movie. Um, well, she was Electra. Oh, I uh, guess that's true. I guess, yeah, but true. she was also an Alias. That was an action show. Okay, okay. But th- this movie, she actually did a really good job in it. I I enjoyed the film, and it, like I said, I I can't figure out why. Uh, Jennifer Garner can do action. I mean, I felt she was very believable. She she pretty much carried the movie. So much so that I would definitely go see another action film with her in it. I wouldn't even think twice about it. it I mean, the story may may have been one that's been done over and over and over. You know, the, the family killed, killers go free, you have to get revenge. You know, but the twist is that it's a woman doing it. it, it you know, that's that's a that's a plot line in a lot of like male action movies. I, I, I recommend this movie. It's definitely worth worth your time to watch it. You know, especially since it's on Netflix and it's free at this point. If you have Netflix, I, I mean, I don't want to give too. I'm, I mean, there's not really too much to give away about it. You know, she goes, she gets revenge. She leaves a bloody trail of corpses, 
and they left it open for a sequel, but I don't believe it did well enough for them to actually get a sequel. If I'm not, mis- I mean, I don't think that they're. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking right now uh-huh. at the other movies that are out around this time. I vaguely remember being very surprised at this. So I think this was the year that at the beginning of that summer, mm-hmm. there was, of course, the Avengers um, Infinity War. Wait, Infinity War? Yeah. It was at the beginning of that summer. Um, and it kicked, out, it kicked ass. And then everything else underperformed because that movie kicked so much ass in it. Um, cause if you look like if I'm going to read, there was a bunch of movies that we thought would do well that didn't like the Meg didn't do very well. Um, crazy rich Asians did fantastic. And that movie completely destroyed everything after it. So, uh, Axel, which was that robot dog movie, the happy time murders bombed, uh, peppermint came out the same day as the nun, which did well. It was a horror movie in September. So it did pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Predator bombed. Uh, wasn't good either. Assassination Nation. That was with. It was like one of those crazy, like you know, like extreme action movies where everything looked like looks like spray painted. It kind of, if, if I remember correctly, everything was like glitchy and spray painted and looked kind of like Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, so that didn't do very well. House with a clock in its walls, which you liked, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. I did. Uh, uh that. Didn't do well either around that time. So there's really not a lot of stuff. Smallfoot too, which I Smallfoot actually did pretty well, all things considered. But I mean, this this movie made money. It it, it had an estimated budget of 25 million. It made 13 million opening weekend, which isn't fantastic. But it it ended up grossing 35 million worldwide and 50 or 35 million USA and 53 million worldwide. So it it made some money. But I don't think it was the hit that they were hoping that it was going to be. Yeah. Hmm. I don't remember it at all, to be honest. It, it, it's on Netflix. It's free. Check it out. I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It has released so much stuff on streaming that mm. my, like, between all this, like, Wonder Woman going to be hitting there soon. Uh, I think Christmas Day, actually. There's a couple other movies that are gonna gonna hit on there, and then the the next season of uh, uh, the Expanse came out, which I didn't know, and the Stand came out, which I was unaware that it was coming. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be busy over Christmas. So, what did you love? Did you say that? I don't think you did that. So you I did not. I loved Jennifer Garner in this movie. Like I said, she carried the movie. She was the emotional heart of the movie, and she, she sold it. It was it was very believable, and she was she was good. As I I like action flicks where the heroes take damage. You know what I mean? Like they're not like these invincible fighting like Jason Statham movies. Okay, where like he fights all these people and never gets touched. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I like realistic heroes who take damage, but they still manage to get the job done. Okay. So, it, you, like, it, so you like seeing women beaten. That's what I'm hearing. No, no, no. <laughs> I said heroes because I like John Wick too. Or uh, okay. I like John Wick also. Okay, wait. So you want to see even Keanu if, Reeves get his ass beaten. That's even worse. I, I do. I do. <laughs> yes. That, I find that very enjoyable, actually. 
but the 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 third John Wick movie was was pushing it a little bit. He's kind of he's kind of teetering on the superhero thing there. Yeah. With the fact that he survived that fall off the roof of a 14-story building. Yeah. I'm like, really? Really, though? After that fight in the gun hallway. Yeah. Really, though? No. No. I need a, I need a gun hallway. And, and the thing that I didn't like about the movie is it, it was kind of formulaic. I mean, it was something that you saw coming. The... I knew who the bad guy was, you know, no more than halfway through the movie. I was like, oh, he's a bad guy. All right. I know what's coming. The the twist didn't surprise me at all. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably check that out if I can find some time. I, As I told you before we recorded, I watched Bad Boys 3, and I was – it's been a while since I've watched that type of action movie. Mm-hmm. And as a result, I really enjoyed that type of action movie more than – you know, I will usually put that thing on – in the background to do other stuff. And this time I started getting more engaged because I haven't seen something like that in a while. So right, right, right. Maybe I'll check out this revenge movie. <gasps> I'm going to make you keep talking. Cause I gave you all that news. All right. Well, we wanted to talk about Christmas again. I'm, I'm briefly going to revisit a rare exports, a Christmas tale. I mean, I don't have a whole lot written down because we've already covered it on one of our other episodes. Jimmy covered it. I I mean, I kind of enjoyed it. It was a little bit weird, and I think that's partly because it's a foreign film. And, and it is subtitled, so if you don't like subtitled films... Wait, so you, now you want to see Keanu Reeves get his ass beat, and foreigners are weird. Rob, I know. just because Jimmy's not here, you, can't, you just can't go saying that kind of stuff. I know, I know. The... It, the story kind of revolved around a little boy who was was obsessed with being good or, you know, he was bad. And that's why Santa's elves were taking away all the all the bad little children. And he figured he was next and he was trying to watch out for the guys that were coming. It, it had a very Krampus feel to it. You know what I mean? And I think at the end it was Krampus. In, in that big ice block because he had like giant horns that they cut off and put on the on the top of the truck and the, but the the little nice. boy did a lot of things that didn't really make sense to me like he was a scaredy cat and his father didn't want him to look at stuff he wouldn't look his father was like a butcher or some or something you know he was like cutting up pigs and the little boy didn't even want to look at him cutting up pigs because you know he would have nightmares yet when there's something in the in the the tiger spike pit or whatever that his dad traps. He's like, Oh, I want to see, I want to see, what is it? What is it? And he's doing like all the, it's like, dude, you know, you don't want to see that. What is your issue? Come on, man. Don't undersell the tiger spike pit. Now this is just a spike pit. There's not actually tigers in there, right? There's not tigers in it, but one of the elves falls in. One of Santa's helpers falls in. And this, this dude is so creepy looking. He looks like some kind of, some kind of, like emaciated homeless guy. And he, I mean, he's got this long beard and, you know, at first I thought he was like, he was like the evil Santa, but it turns out that he wasn't an evil Santa. He was just one of Santa's helpers. And, you know, they're kidnapping the children and they're putting them in, in this warehouse with Krampus while Krampus is defrosting. And it, it it's, it's a little weird. And the <laughs> Weirder than elves last week. No, no, that one, that one was pretty, pretty far over the top. 
and they they like heard these Santa's helpers. Like there was so much going on, it it it, it kind of derailed a little bit, and the kid ends up being a hero. And somehow, you know, the guy thinks it's a good idea to use the kid as bait to get the Santa helpers into this like electrified pen where they were going to keep reindeer, but the reindeer all got killed by the Santa's helpers because I guess they were eating them. I don't know. Yeah, and then. And then the the boy's like, I'm just going to sacrifice myself. We have to get them into the pen and then close the door. And the dude, the dude who's flying the helicopter is just like, okay. I'm like, what? (laughs) You you allowed that? Yeah. And it was somebody else's kid, too. And he's just like, okay. Really? All right. We're, We're doing this. Okay. So it it was it was enjoyable. It got a little weird at points. I I I definitely wouldn't pay to see this. Like if I had if if you had to pay to watch it on Amazon or something, if it was one of those pay to watch movies, three ninety nine rental. Yeah, I, I I probably wouldn't do that. But it, it was free, so I watched it. It wasn't it wasn't terrible, but I I don't even remember what Jimmy said about it. I think I blocked it out. I think I ignored I, Jimmy. I, pretty much the same thing. Oh, did he say the same thing? Oh, you listened to it? No, no, no. I'm. I'm I, that's what I think. Because oh, there was okay. a few things you just described that I was like, oh, okay. So, what was the name of that, and where was it again? It's Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale, and it's actually on Amazon, and it's free right now on Amazon. So if you look it up, you can find it on Amazon and watch it for free. And there's just some weird, some weird storytelling bits that I was like, mm, would that really happen? Probably not. Maybe in Sweden or wherever this is. No, it was just it was it was weird interaction, like like literally stuff that didn't make sense, and I think it was just to push the the story along. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that was rare imports. Weird name exports. to exports. See, even weirder name when I get it wrong. Oh yeah, because it, I'm I'm totally spoiling it for you. By the way, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you want to watch it, go watch it. The rare export, they round up all these Santa's helpers and somehow they, they put them in boxes and there's like this warehouse scene like like Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark where they're they're like stacking Santas in these wooden boxes and they're shipping these Santas out to various countries. These evil Santa's helpers. They're like, yes, we're going to sell them. And I'm like, what? Is that huh. is that a thing? <laughs> do, do do countries buy Santa's helpers? They dress them up like Santa. They put little red hats on them. And there's this whole sequence where they're teaching them to be Santa, where they're awkwardly holding these dolls and like petting these dolls, like their children sitting on their lap and stuff. And you like, listen, you people out there listening are not seeing what I'm seeing through the camera right now. And that is Rob pretending to hold a doll and pat it awkwardly. With a with a weird glint in his eye, and I wish and that was, that that was literally what this scene was like. It was it was so weird, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know that anybody wants to buy those guys. Yeah, you're you're correct. Yet they were selling them. Now we're gonna we're gonna jump to our next topic. Speaking of things that people want to buy, or have tried to buy for a while. Uh, I'm going to do a video game 
review of Cyberpunk 2077, which is the game that everyone is talking about. Every freaking meme on Reddit is about it. People online are talking about it. It was supposed to come out in April and it got delayed and there's a bunch of stories about it and controversy and all that stuff. And I'm going to give you the layman's version of this. Uh, It was released on December 10th on PS4, PS5, if you can find one. Sorry, Rob. Uh, PC, Xbox. Uh, From what I've heard, you want to get it for the PC or wait for the PS5 or at least get the PS4 version that can up up sample to the PS5. Mm -hmm. Uh, The synopsis, Cyberpunk. If you guys know what Cyberpunk is, it's that's all you really need to hear. But uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is an open-world action-adventure story set in Night City, a megalopolis, obsessed with power, glamour, and body modification. You play as V, a mercenary outlaw going after a one-of-a-kind implant that is the key to immortality. I'm not there yet because I've been busy, so I've literally played through kind of the opening stuff, which is like how to play. Mm-hmm. And the tra- I did the training, and then I did one mission which I think is still kind of how to play. So you do a mission where you go and rescue someone that's like all chopped up in a bathtub. Uh, First of all, game, not for kids. Um, It is, I'm playing on the PS4 and I get video game people are going to be, when I say, oh, it's very pretty video game, people are going to be like, well, you can't do ray tracing on the PS4. It doesn't have this. It doesn't have that. If you, you don't have the PS4 pro, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I get that. It still looks very nice. Okay. Uh, it is your mom looks nice. She does. Uh, it is pretty glitchy, which is also a thing. I've mm. I've only played fifteen minutes to eh, maybe half an hour or so. I haven't run into any game killing glitches, but I've seen stuff. You know, non player characters go through walls or go walking through objects that's a little obvious. That kind of thing. Um, I haven't seen anything too bad. I've heard How that there that? are glitches. Is that why the game was delayed, or was the game delayed for other reasons? Uh, The game was delayed because, I guess, the architecture between something for a PC, something for a current-gen system, and it's now a current... It's also a current-gen system, but it was a next-gen system when they were working on it, Mm -hmm. was screwing them up. Uh, So I think that that is the reason they said it was delayed. Uh, And they are, of course, still patching it. Which is pretty much, you know, par for the course now. Uh, so it's, you get a, it's got a very robust character creation system, which I will talk about momentarily. Uh, it, it looks like it's supposed to, you know, you've got your cyber city, it's where everything's kind of rainy. I'm, you get to pick three different types of one of three different types of characters. There's, I don't know their exact wording, but there's the street kid, which is like your typical kind of blade runner. You grow up on the streets, you do like, you know, you're like a messenger, you go around with cars, you, you do that kind of stuff. You're, You're very street smart. There's the corporate person who's like a an espionage already rich, and you're starting from the top. And then there's the outlander who's, you know, think Mad Max, you're on the outside of the wall of the city in this like dust land, and you make your way in. From what I've heard, because I only p- had time to play one of the characters, um, from what I've heard, you pretty much after the first sequence, you all end up in the same place, where you're working as kind of a, a mercenary with somebody. Now, the character creation system is what everyone is talking about because you have the ability to create and modify your genitals. Okay. Very vividly. So, when I I knew the game would not be for kids, 
obviously swearing, guns, stuff like that. But my my kid, like for some reason, every kid is all about making their own characters in games. So I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll get this game and let my kid make the character. Now, I did some research first. And I was like, and people were talking about genitals. And I was like, huh? Uh, and I thought it was like, you can make the boobs bigger, but in the shirt. No, your character that you are making is naked. You can change what their nipples look like. You can change the penis size. You can make it circumcised or not circumcised. It can be big or small. Uh, you can add a vagina and you can sculpt the pubic hair. Um, so, yeah, you can do all that stuff. Now, you know, Rob, when you when you switch, I think it's in. Uh, oh, God, I always forget the name of this stupid game. The, this car soccer game. Rocket League. Yeah, and Rocket League. And you know, when you switch cars, they like fall from the sky, right? Isn't that like no. what game is that where the car falls from the sky when you like pick a new car? It like does something when you switch something, whatever game it is. But they started doing that where it's not just like swapping it, like something happens. Mm-hmm. When you switch from vagina to penis, it kind of flops and like wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> it like boom. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, interesting. So I'm like bouncing back and forth, vagina, penis, vagina, penis, vagina, penis. None. You sat there for like a half an hour, didn't you? That's why I didn't record yesterday. I was literally sitting in front of my TV. Vagina, penis, vagina, yeah. penis, vagina, penis, 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 vagina, penis. Yeah, none. Uh, that's, that's the name of our episode, by the way. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, vagina there's that. Vagina penis, vagina penis, vagina So, yeah, it's, it's got that. Now, you you do your mission. Now, so of course, there's this very robust thing. It has been a very long time since I've played a first player, uh, a first person shooter game. I don't remember the last time it was. Now, is it only first person shooter? Only first person shooter. Oh well, that saves me some money. And I don't think that I've ever played an open world first person shooter. Hmm. Cause like I saw open world. I'm like, okay, this is going to be like, look like a Spider-Man game or a grand theft auto game or something like that. And then it was first person. Sh- and like, I had seen some clips and I'm like, Oh crap, this is a first person shooter. And it, like I said, it's been a while. It was very weird. It was very, it was actually claustrophobic uh-huh. to me. Like when, especially when you're in the car and you're looking around and doing whatever. So I thought that was a, I mean, it's, it's fine. Um, it's okay, but it was just I'm I'm not used to it anymore at all. Like the last one I played had to be like a like a, was a Call of Duty game, like or maybe Modern Warfare, like years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because I buy games that you tell me to buy. Like, oh, this game's kind of fun, or we could play it, you know, or like the Avengers because we could play it together. We haven't, but we could. Mm-hmm. So I haven't done that, but. So one of the things I thought was funny, here's my other genital story. So you do your your first mission, and then afterwards you're like, I'm tired. You go back to your base. Because um, you have all kinds of stories about genitals. You, yeah, and you like meet this guy, and he, like, he, you kind of think he's a scumbag at first. And you guys kind of both get, end up getting like – you meet him as you're trying to steal a car. And then you see his genitals. <laughs> yeah, well – oh, first of all, I picked a girl. Because I, I decided of to be. Of course, you did. Not because not because of the genital thing, but you because pervert. It was, no, it wasn't because of the genital thing. It was because like, like you can make short, like short, cool punk hair 
that was like shaved on the side with like face piercings and awesome tattoos and uh, yeah. And they don't like, have guys' hair with short shaved hair. I, I like girls with short shaved hair on the side. Just you know. And girls' genitals. Yeah, purple hair and stuff like that. It's, you know, like I might have had a type in college, and I decided to be that type. Anyway, uh, so I picked a girl, and so this dude, like, I end up getting you end up getting knocked out. They do the thing where you like see the person, like you're laying on the ground, and you see the person, and then it goes blank and whatever. So you end up becoming friendly with this person, and you do jobs together, and you do the first job, and he's like, "Can I borrow your car?" And you go up to your place. Okay. So it occurred to me that I don't remember what my character looked like because I made the character and then did some stuff and you're a first person shooter. So you don't see your character. Mm-hmm. So in my house, I went to my mirror and I look at the mirror before I laid down. So I just got back in my place and I'm wearing like a cool shirt and I've got my cool hair and I have no pants on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, of course you don't like f- full bush full everything and i'm like i'm like looking in the mirror i'm like is that why the dude was so nice to me like did i forget to put pants on like i thought that i screwed up the character creator no like i forgot i thought i screwed up the character creator and i like didn't pick pants so i'm like what's going on so i jump out of the mirror you have to hit like plus the square or something i jump out of the mirror i look down i'm wearing pants okay (laughs) The mirror is a pervert. Yeah, I look back in the mirror. No pants again. I'm like, okay. I'm like, ah, there's my first bug. So apparently when I'm looking in the mirror, I have no pants. But when I'm looking down, I, I do have pants. Uh, so wow. that, and then uh, I, I soon thereafter I stop. But it's a, if you like the cyberpunk genre, if you like the Blade Runner look or the, you know, flying cars, neon, the virtual billboards, anything that you've, you would see in, in, if you uh, like genitals, if you like genitals in general, uh, with, yeah, that's why it took so long. They were, they were coding penis physics. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that is the name of the episode. If you like flopping genitals, I was thinking coding penis f- physics. Oh, that'll work too. Yeah. Poor Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, you probably, if you're a video game player, you know enough about this game to make your own decisions on it. Uh, I enjoyed being in that world. Uh, you know, it's I'm looking forward to exploring it. It has a very interesting hacking type. Uh, I'm going to say mini games, but you know, mechanics mm-hmm. for that. Um, interesting, like uh, ways of blocking off areas. Like you, ha- you can jimmy open doors. If you get stronger, that kind of thing, you can decide how to play <laughs> whether, Jimmy. yeah, you can decide how to play whether or not you want to be, uh, you know, stealthy or more attack, you know, more attack based. Um, your so penis. You're obsessed with that. You're going to Google it, aren't you? I did. I had to Google it to see if people were I was like, what is everyone talking about? Um, wow. Yeah. So either way, if you, uh, yeah, that's from a non gamer. Um, I enjoyed it. I also got it for you know like ten to fifteen dollars cheaper than everyone else because I pre-ordered it, which I mm-hmm. said I would never do again. Uh, but you know, because of the fifteen dollars cheaper, I decided to do it. And it actually, I, I'm, I thought about it, and I'm glad I didn't because I didn't know it was a first-person shooter. I, I kind of wish it was not because 
I I prefer walking around not in first person and then having that button that makes things be first person. So like, you know, you could snipe or you can examine things further. Mm-hmm. And I find myself like trying to see, you know, like read signs and see the cool details and stuff. And there's no real way to do that. Like it zooms in a little bit, but it's not enough to where it's not kind of annoying in the back of my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that's that. It's, uh, they are doing some things, I guess, because it runs so much better on PC. If you got the PS4 version, you can return it now and get the PC version. Um, I'm just going to hang on because, I mean, my PC is not here yet, but I, pr- I prefer playing games on console because, you know, I work on a PC all day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want, I don't want my work to, I don't want my video game playing to feel like work. So I would stick with right. the TV version. That's what we got for you this week. Hell yeah. Uh, so uh, what about next week? Well, be sure to check out our Monday Side B episode where Greg and I are going to discuss another holiday classic, Santa Jaws. Oh, I watched, uh, uh, let's see, uh, Christmas Little Story. House on the Prairie. Yeah, I watched it. What was the, what's the big one? Uh, uh, the Not what's Christmas the big? No, nah, the the Jimmy Stewart one. Oh, it's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, I watched It's a Wonderful Life, but I picked the wrong one. Yes, you did. Yeah, uh, there there was a shark in it though. No, there wasn't. <laughs> Not in It's a Wonderful Life. The one I watched, there was. And of course, we're going to do our Give Me Five question of the week. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. And we're going to give that to our Patreons on Discord so that they can participate and send in their top five lists. And if you would like to join our Discord, as we stated at the beginning, you can go to Patreon slash give me five pod Patreon.com slash give me five podcast. Excellent. And if you want to uh, contact us, you can check us out. Uh, by looking on Twitter and Instagram, give me five pod. I finally started posting on there again. Uh, you can email us directly at give me five podcast at gmail.com. Uh, it is Christmas present time. You can buy all of your friends and family. Give me five podcast stuff at give me five podcast.threadless.com. I think grandma or great aunt Mabel would really like our blockbuster themed shirt. For the I think she would. I mean, what, your uh, three-year-old nephew would really like a G.I. Joe-themed hoodie, I think. Uh, no, actually, the three-year-old would probably want the uh, Farts t-shirt using the Friends logo. Or, so I've heard. I think that that might be good for the three-year-old. But either way, check out uh, give me 5 podcastthreadlesscom That helps us out a lot. Thank you in advance. And uh, I will see you guys on Monday for Santa Jaws, which I have now seen twice, apparently. Oh, yeah. More times than the people that made the movie. Good morning, good afternoon, and watch out for floppy jackets.